Media bias is rampant. Today, my guest is Alad, candidly known by his YouTube name, Barely Informed with Alad. He knows a little something about media bias, as he's often chastised by both sides of the political spectrum during his street reporter-style interviews. In this episode, we talked about the shifting landscape in digital media, the vaccine rollout, and Alad's journey from science to journalism. Welcome to The Sit Down. Welcome back to another episode of Scriber Sit Down. I'm your host, Jamie Joseph, and today I have with me Alad, barely informed with Alad, but today I want to be a little bit more informed about Alad. So, Alad, tell me a little bit about yourself. Where do you live, and um, what do you do? So, my name is Alad Eliyahu. I am based out of New York. I live in Brooklyn now. And I'm like a hybrid between a YouTuber and like kind of a street reporter. We're seeing these new wave of creators do different things. Um, recording news on the street that kind of these mainstream media outlets don't want to or just decide not to. And uh, there's a little niche there for me and a big community of these up and coming creators really going out and doing that. Uh, that's really really what I do for my work. So Yeah, I mean, obviously we follow each other. I see a lot of your, your work. Um, it's really funny, you know, you'll go to um, maybe like an Antifa or a BLM protest and then maybe a Proud Boy MAGA type of march and you just get hate from all sides. It's like nobody wants to talk to you. And I know you put out a video about this and I thought that was um, really funny. Why do you, I mean, I know you went into it a little bit about um, in your video, but why do you think that is? And what is it about your style of reporting that kind of makes people question, oh, is he a mainstream reporter? I think... Unfortunately, most reporters nowadays are extremely partisan in their reporting across the board. And uh, I wanted to be the change that I wanted to be see made in the media. So I wanted to honestly and objectively report on all types of events. Even if I may agree with a certain issue or in a particular issue, I still want to question the person who's there because I'm not there as a partisan. I'm not there as an activist. I'm there as a reporter trying to cover the event. So that's what I think I do a little bit differently. And now in this super hyper-partisan environment, I get a lot of blowback because, you know, somebody will like one thing, an interview I'll have at a BLM event, but then they won't like it when I'll question the beliefs of like of people who support the police, you know, incessantly or something like that. So the cognitive dissonance that people have, I think it, it's the hyper-partisanship too. We're seeing people, not even in the middle, get squeezed, but anybody who's not willing to go hard to one side or the other, they're getting squeezed, unfortunately. So. Yeah, and it seems like you're able to kind of crack holes in people's ideologies no matter where they stand. And I think that's honestly the job of a traditional journalist is to be able to push people and challenge them and ask them why they, they think the way that they do. Um, so moving on to a next uh, controversial topic, I want to ask you about the vaccines. You know, it's December. We've seen Trump kind of push this um, push or pour a lot of funding into these medical companies to push the vaccine out a lot sooner. However, I did read that they didn't skip any trials. The process was just a lot faster because of the funding. So I want to ask you, what are your thoughts on this and what are your thoughts overall on the vaccine? Would you take it? I think it's awesome that I think it was called Operation Warp Speed that Trump enacted to help give funding to more of these pharmaceutical companies to try to really push forth with the vaccines. I'm happy about that. I think that speaks to the scientific, um, you know, prowess that we have here in the United States. We're world leaders in many things, and that includes now in the pharmaceutical in the industry with these new vaccines. Um, of course I take the vaccine. I think it's sad to see how many people are starting to have so much of this anti-vax sentiment based off of really nothing. They went through the process, they said they did it right, and we need to trust that. Um, if there's obviously something wrong, if people get sick from the vaccine or we see some blow block, obviously that should be shown and we should do something about that, but that's not really what's going on. Um, I wanted to mention one thing too. A lot of people are like, 
they don't trust the vaccine because they said like it came out too soon and like i don't think people even think about the things before they talk because like would you trust the vaccine if it only took longer to make we should be happy we should be celebrating that we're able to bring these um vaccines out to market so soon it's also ironic because there are a lot of people who are huge trump supporters but you know mike pence got the vaccine these, these trump supporters that disagree with vaccines and are and there's an anti-vax tinge here but mike pence took the vaccine you know a lot of these people are, are still a lot of these congress people are taking the vaccines we should trust the science and follow the science here. I know that phrase has also, you know, become bastardized, but in the case of this vaccine, I think we need to trust the science. And you actually have a background in biology, which yes. I didn't know. So does, <laughs> can you tell me a little bit about that? Why you chose biology and how did you kind of just throw away that, that path and, and, you know, go this creator route? Um, so for everybody out there thinking about studying biology in school, unless you're trying to be a doctor or a nurse or something along that lines, I wouldn't suggest it. I studied biology because it was the only AP class I took in high school was AP bio and I was good at it. So I was only really leaning into my strengths. Um, I don't know. It didn't, uh, I didn't want to become a doctor. I, could, I was kind of just winging it. And I think a lot of young people could relate to that. A 17-year-old, 8-year-old doesn't know what they want to do in the future. So they'll major in just whatever and, you know, get into a lot of debt. And uh, I think more people should question uh, the whole... I got into it because I like bio. Um, it's, it, I ditched it because it wasn't making me any money is, is really the answer. I had to turn to sales after school and uh, not a few odd jobs, but nothing bio-related. And I kind of stumbled onto the news. People are going to need to continue to evolve regardless what you learn in school, regardless of even if you go to school because the value of going to school is decreasing. You know, you will need to pivot constantly, reinvent yourself, especially in this new world that's constantly changing. You know, today's technology will not be, you know, the technology from three years from now or five years from now or ten years from now. It's going to be completely different. So I think that's just something to keep in mind when people are thinking about going to college and all that. I mean, speaking about how fast technology is evolving, I mean, we're seeing every day how that impacts journalism. So I want to ask you, what do you think is, what do you think the future of digital journalism looks like? I mean, given, you know, we see these new um, media outlets popping up like Newsmax and, and Right Side Broadcasting, these other news outlets that are, you know, taking advantage of the digital opportunities and kind of pushing back against mainstream. However, it is still you know, right wing, you know, those companies. And so what, what are your thoughts on that? And, and are we, what, what direction are we headed in as far as like independent journalists and, and digital, digital technology? I think it's important to decipher from what I actually want to call news and just hyper-partisan entertainment. I really don't think news networks like Right Side Broadcast is a news network. I think they're a hyper-partisan entertainment network. Uh, I think a lot of people are being fed news that, news that they want to hear. So you, there's a lot of motivated, um, I forgot what the word is. People are motivated to look for the news that they want to be true. So if I want to find news that says Donald Trump will be president, I could find it. And where can I find it? On the Right Side News broadcast. And that's what allows them to really prosper. Networks like, there was Right Side Broadcast, and there are a few other of, of these really coming up now off this Stop the Steal movement, and really only exist to pander and uh, mislead people who um, just want things to be true that aren't. I think the future of media is good, honest, hard reporting from people like Scriber News, from people like myself, from people like Fleckos, from people like Elijah, even though some of his stuff's a little bit partisan, from people like Jorge Ventura, who does a lot of great work. I think these, a lot of these young creators that a lot of people on these different social 
social media sites you're seeing are going to be the next people in a decade or so. The future of not even right-wing media, media in general, honest reporting, will be people on Twitter, will be people on Instagram, showing real news, not from a hyper-partisan angle like maybe an ORN, or even like a New York Times, because I know I'm giving the right side a lot of crap right now, but it, it obviously all exists on the left with networks like MSNBC. Uh, I think we, 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 I don't even need to get into that part, but yeah. yeah. Okay, and what is next for you? What What's kind of like your dream goal with your channel? Um, yeah, what's, what's kind of the end goal for you? That's a great question, Jamie, and I'm up late at night often asking myself that same exact thing. I have no idea. Oh man, I go to sleep with a tear in my eye thinking, what am I going to do? Not even next week, but like, next nothing. I've, uh, roll, roll with it, um, embrace the opportunities that are provided to me. When I see shots, I need to take them and take that metaphor for what it is. Awesome. Alad, thank you so much. Thank you so much. It's a pleasure.